If you're a stepmom, chances are it's been challenging. You've experienced emotions that you didn't see coming. You've felt like you have no control over your life, like you're good enough until you're not. Maybe you're not on the same page as your partner when it comes to kids and the ex. Maybe you're triggered by the ex. Maybe you feel helpless because you want to protect your partner, but you're learning that you can't fix what you didn't break. Stepmoms often struggle to find their place. They find themselves in this place of competition and comparison and resentment and feeling overwhelmed. I'm not trying to be negative. I hear this from stepmoms every single day. I've also felt this way myself. Until one day I made the decision that this was not going to be my life. Chances are you don't want to feel this way either, but you don't know where to start. That's where I come in. I created a guide for stepmoms who are craving change. It's an audit on your stepfamily life with 16 questions that I think that every single stepmom should ask themselves. If you answer the questions honestly and give this audit the time and attention it deserves, it will kickstart change that you're looking for. You can download it via www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash stepmom audit. When you do, I'll send you the links for some other free guides too. I've got the secret to improving your stepfamily life and how to co-parent with a high conflict ex. Again, Get your copy at www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash stepmom audit. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're well. I hope that you're taking care of yourself. I hope that you're saying no to things that aren't serving you right now. I hope that you're taking time for yourself to read or just chill or work out or do whatever it is you feel like you need and want to do right now. I hope that you're drinking some green smoothies and getting your greens in and I hope you're feeling good. And I hope that if you're not, this is a reminder to do a little check-in and regroup because you deserve all of that. You know, I haven't talked about this in a while, but I love a good check-in. When I'm checking in with myself, I ask myself questions like, am I being the type of person that I want to be? Am I reacting to things in a way that I feel good about or that I feel proud of? Do I feel the way I want to feel? Am I being the type of mom I want to be, the type of stepmom I want to be? Am I being the type of wife, friend, employee, entrepreneur, whatever that I want to be? How do I feel about how I am showing up right now? And I promise you, your answers to these questions will give you an idea of where things need to shift and where you should be redirecting your energy. It works. It does. I promise. Now, this week's episode, guys, it's good. It's just two stepmoms shooting the shit. Chloe Caldwell is back. Chloe is a highly published writer, a stepmom, a wife. And she is someone who I just wish lived near me because I am pretty sure that we would be best friends. We actually met through this platform a couple of years ago, I believe. She reached out on Instagram. She's really just been one of my favorite stepmoms since. She was actually on the podcast before, and we chatted about an article that she had published in the New York Times about step parenting and what happens when our house, our rules backfires. So that's the mentality when you're co-parenting where you're like, this is our house, our rules. I don't care what you get to do at your mom's house, or I don't care what you get to do when you're at the other house. This is how it's going to be done here. And you know what? Everyone can parent that way. There's a lot of us who do, but there are also times when this mentality can backfire and not work so well. So we actually talked about that in that episode. So it's episode 78. Highly recommend checking it out. I will link it in the show notes as well. But in this episode, we talk about a lot of different things, but primarily about how differently moms or how differently stepmoms get treated when moms don't know that they're a stepmom, when they just think that they're a mom. So there is a difference. The way that other moms will treat you when they think that you're just a mom versus a stepmom and the conversations that you have, they are different. So Chloe actually wrote an article about all of this and she talks about a social experiment that she unintentionally did while at a yoga retreat earlier this year. And it's super interesting, not surprising at all, but it really talks about this whole double standard or the just the difference. So it's going to be a good one. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation. 
But before we get to this episode, I want to give all the stepmoms listening a heads up. In May, Darren and I are doing a live webinar. I am so excited about this. We are going to get raw and real and share what we've done and continue to do in our step family life to run our home like a team and deal with step family and co-parenting issues and support each other and parent together, even though we have different parenting styles and different priorities. I'm going to talk about boundaries and disengaging and supporting each other through all of this extra step family stress. We are laying it all out. So if you want to be the first to know when this happens and you want to attend this live interview or this live webinar, make sure that you are subscribed to my email list. So if you're not on the list, get on the list, jamiescrimger.com forward slash subscribe. Now, if you just signed up for the Step Family Audit, don't worry, you are now on the list. But guys, we are just pumped about this because we've been together nine years now, and it's so crazy to think about how far we've come in dealing with the extra stress that comes with our blended family life, very similar stressors that you guys all deal with. Things that used to derail our relationship or trigger us in the biggest way, they just don't anymore. And Man, it feels good because I don't know if I could have continued on the way things were at the very beginning. We have really come so far and we just can't wait to share it all with you. So again, make sure you're on my email list so that you're first to know there's going to be limited spots. So it's jamiescrimshaw.com forward slash subscribe. It's a free live webinar. We're pumped to do it. And uh, yeah, get on the list. Now, as always, if this podcast resonates with you, share it with a friend, share it out on social media. Come to iTunes, leave your kind words and a rating and a review. All of this helps the podcast grow and allows us to continue to share these conversations and get some phenomenal guests on on the podcast. So appreciate you so much. Appreciate all the support. Love you guys so much. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm Jamie Scrimger wife, mom, stepmom, life coach, conversation opener, and BS caller. Seven years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor with a glass of wine, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But as a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I was in over my head. When I went to the internet for support, I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support that I was looking for raw and real conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard, but each week I'll bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to help you thrive amongst the tough stuff in life. My goal is to inspire you to live your version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Let's do this. If you're loving the podcast and you feel like the blog posts on my website are great and helpful and all, but you're still struggling with step family life and just feel like you'd benefit from individualized support and an individualized plan to help you navigate your own unique challenges, I've got you. This spring, I've opened up some more space in my calendar to work with stepmoms one-on-one. So if you want to book a coaching call with me or even sign up for a longer term one-on-one coaching package, you have the option to do so. So you can head to www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash coaching to book your call. I love working with stepmoms one-on-one and just hearing the unique situation, their unique struggles, and creating a plan that works for them. Again, head to www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash coaching if you'd like to book a call. Chloe, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me again. I know. I loved, I was, you know, I was talking to my sister today, Brit, so Brittany helps me do all the things um, that make, actually Brittany helps make all this happen. And uh, I said, oh, I just love Chloe. I was like, I just wish we were, I just wish we lived near each other. I feel like there would be a lot of stepmom chats over wine and yoga. <laughs> I know it would be so fun. We're like pretty much the same. We're like the same exact age too. Like it just, mm-hmm. and your experience I think it was that episode that you put out pretty recently, a few weeks ago, about your own. It was just you solo, and it was oh he- about healing my your, wounds, healing my wounds. That I was like, this is yeah, that was my life. So it's it's just really interesting. I think like since 
our parents maybe divorced around the same, it's like that same time period before there was a lot of support for divorce. And I noticed like people my age now, like 35 ish are all like, Oh yeah, that was actually sort of traumatic, but we just didn't have the kind of support that the kids have now. So I just, I really liked that episode. It was really good. Yeah. I felt like I was standing in front of the internet, butt naked when I, when I did that, but I think that's when the important conversations happen. But, you know, speaking of that, have you looked into the book? I'm going to, um, I'll send it to you, but it's healing or discovering your inner mother. It's all about the mother, the motherhood wound or mother wound. Oh yeah. That sounds really up my alley. Yep. I'll put it. Oh yeah. If you resonated with anything that I said in that episode, it is seriously, I haven't got through it, so I can't really like dive into it too much, but it is like game changing in terms of like your perspective on how your wounds from your childhood show up in your relationships, specifically with your mother. And it's, it's not like hating on the moms for how they showed up. It's just like all about our society and, and all of that. And yeah, highly, highly recommend if that episode resonated with you. So yeah, no, I will probably click purchase after this podcast because yeah. that's what one I child of divorce book. to another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mom. Need all, all the, the things. Yeah. So, you know, we want to talk about an article you wrote and published today. I'm so pumped for this conversation. So can you you know, just share, share what happened, share the article that you wrote about. I feel like that's the best way to kind of dive into this. Okay, sure. Um, (laughs) so I went to Mexico, um, for a yoga meditation retreat. I took the plunge and just went, I had never been on a solo trip before. And I thought if not now, when it's a very Jamie kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. I don't have like a little baby. I don't have anything. So I'm just going to go do this. And it was a really good experience. And before the trip, I had read on their website that you weren't allowed to have um, your phone. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to at some point, you know, check in with my husband and my stepdaughter. So I emailed the person putting on the retreat and I said, oh, is there any service at all? Or can I have my phone at any point? Because I'm sure during the week I would like to check in with my husband. And I said, and my daughter, because I just felt like, I might not go on this retreat anyway. Like she doesn't need to know. I just Mm -hmm. felt like just literally in terms of like just being efficient, the word daughter is a lot quicker to write out than stepdaughter. So that's all it was. Like it was complete shorthand. Um, So I just wrote that just to get across um, that I had a family, you know, that I would need to check in with. And she wrote me back and she said, yeah, you can absolutely have your phone, et cetera. So that's how it started. I completely forgot about that email. And I went to this retreat and there were two other people there because COVID. So, you know, normally these retreats probably have 75 people and it was just me and two others and the, and the leader. And the first night we were sitting in the dining area, having dinner and getting to know each other. We're all complete strangers. One person was from Switzerland. The other one's from Colorado. So they don't know anything about me. I don't know anything about them. And at one point in the dinner, the retreat leader said, oh, how old is your daughter? And I said, how does she know I have, you know, a stepdaughter? And then I thought, oh, my email. And there was just this really quick moment where in my everyday life, for the past, you know, three, four years, I've been a stepmom. Um, I would say, oh, she's she's my stepdaughter or she's my husband's kid. And then the people would say, oh, OK. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just had this quick second of, you know, I'm just going to answer the question. I don't feel like talking about blended families and step families. I, don't, like, I, I know- didn't come to Mexico to a freaking yoga treat to talk about the complexities of step right. family life. In fact, the complexities of step family life are probably why you ended up at a freaking yoga retreat in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad that I caught myself of saying, well, she's my stepdaughter, because I think even me saying that shows that like, I don't think of her as my not daughter, but like, you know, myself as a parent, like it just it downgrades it, right. And I'm like, I don't feel like downgrading it. So I just said, she's 10. Um, Because what's the difference? She's going to be 10, whether she's my stepdaughter or my daughter, like my answers are going to be exactly the same, right. Mm -hmm. So I said, she's 10. And then 
you know, there's this flicker of, oh, God, am I lying? Am I going to get caught <laughs> by like the step parent police of like, you know, because you just feel yeah. like because when I said she's 10, everyone at the table was like, oh, like, oh, my God, you have a daughter. I didn't know you had a, you know, and <laughs> so I could just feel every the tone shift. And I know for a fact, if I had said, oh, she's my stepdaughter, there wouldn't be the, oh, that's so sweet. There would be oh, you know, what, what's that like? And do you get along with her? And how long have you been in her life? And what's the dynamic? And there'd be like baby mama drama, basically. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, what's you the know, ex thing? What's the, what's the ex like? Do you guys get along? And I'm just like, I'm here to relax. So I'm just not, I'm not going to go there. So that was it. And then what was so beautiful was like, they started asking me questions about her that I feel like I don't get asked when I say she's my stepdaughter, because like I just said, they, the question Mm -hmm. goes into drama. So if you just say, Oh yeah, my daughter, they say, what's, what's she into? What, what's she doing for school? Like with COVID, what Mm -hmm. kind of activities does she do? What books does she read? And, you know, have you guys ever gone to Mexico together? Have you traveled together? All of these questions that I was like, wow, okay. I'm being treated like a parent. So Mm -hmm. that's the first day we just had that, you know, that quick conversation. And then the next day, I'm thinking, should I correct them? And then I'm like, what? what's the point? So I didn't correct them the next day. And the questions came again. And then there would be some comments like, oh, well, you must get up early, you know, because you have kids, you know, you're a mom. And the funny thing is, I do because I'm a mom. I do get on the 5 a.m. thing because I'm like, need to get up and write and do my stuff. And I try to get up before Louise gets up at, you know, 7.30. So all of this was true. But they wouldn't have said that to me had I been a step parent. So I mm-hmm. let it go on the next day. The trip was six full days. So then I let it go on the next day. And then the next day they're like, oh, can we see some photos? And I, even then I just showed us some photos. You know, I'm not I'm not I didn't feel like I was lying because I wasn't like, oh, don't we look alike? I was just like, sure, here's a photo. Um I thought that would be funny too. If they're like, oh my God, she looks so much like you. And one person <laughs> did one person did say, Oh, she's like a mini you. <laughs> so I just was thinking, is this wrong? Is this bad? But then I was thinking, nothing I'm saying is untrue. I just, I didn't add a word. I just left out one word. So then at that point, I was like really convinced. I'm like, this is a really interesting social experiment. And I'm just going to really lean into it and like just milk Mm -hmm. it even more. And by the end of the trip, I was checking out in the woman's and I mentioned, oh, yeah, well, I have a daughter at that point. I'm just like, you know, just like being really open about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I have a 10 year old at home. And she's like and then I'm getting in the cab and she's like, oh, make sure you, you know, give your daughter a hug for me, which she never would have said had it been my stepdaughter. So it was just this really fascinating thing. And I'm like, wow, that was actually really relaxing to be treated like a mom. And it was also kind of sad to see the shift and it's no one's fault. And it's, you know, it's just a cultural thing. Yeah. But it was like night and day. Do you think that that conversation is changing? Cause you know, when, when I think about th- there's a lot of stepmoms who just call their stepkids, their kids, they would say, yeah, we have a right. daughter or so I don't like, I don't think there, there was anything. You didn't do anything wrong. Like that's the truth, right? Like that's a lot of people's truth. I always call my stepkids my stepkids. And I think you've always called her your stepdaughter. I do too. And and anytime I've had a conversation with you, but it is so interesting the way that women will treat you if you're a mom versus a stepmom. Like I remember having a conversation. It was one of, it was when Darren and I first got together. It was their friends before right? So they had been couples friends before and she came in and, uh, we were just talking about parenting and life and get this. We were talking about making lunches and she says, well, as a real mom making a lunch. And I remember thinking, you know, there are definitely some differences with being a stepmom and a mom, but you know, did I miss a memo on how to make a sandwich? Like what, like what the (laughs) hell, like who the hell says that? She also drank all my wine that night, which left me extra pissed, but not cool. Like not cool. The amount of things, Oh, you don't understand because you're not a real mom or not having those conversations. Like I have the kids just as much as their mom does actually. Like they spend just as much time with me. And you know, it's the same with you. Like, it's like, right. Why are, is that experience minimized? 
I know. I know. It's so interesting. And especially because almost everyone now is in a step family. Like, there's mm-hmm. some statistic, but it's just like, I, I don't know the numbers, but basically everyone has a step something. Um, mm-hmm. I guess for me, where I felt conflicted was like, so for you, for example, like you have a daughter and then like, wouldn't it be weird if someone else called her like their daughter? Like, that's where I'm like, well, she has a mom. So that's why in life I, I will likely use step daughter. But like mm-hmm. you're saying, it depends on the situation. I think it's situational. I think For sure. if, the po- if the point of the conversation is if you do or don't have a kid at home or if you have to go pick someone up from school, it really doesn't matter if that's a kid you're babysitting or that's a, you know, foster kid or an adopted kid or a step kid. It doesn't change the situation that you need to get in your car and be somewhere at three o'clock. And mm-hmm. what I think is interesting, too, I was talking to a friend. He is a stepdad and his husband has adopted a child. So she has two adoptive dads and a stepdad. So she has three dads. Mm-hmm. And he and I were saying her adoptive dad would never say, oh, I have to go pick up my adopted kid. You just say my kid. Or you don't mm-hmm. say like my foster kid, you don't put, but still with stepkids there, we still say that, which yeah. I get because it becomes confusing too, if we're all using the same kids. So it's almost like, it's like there needs to be some kind of new, new word because there's something with the word step that's very loaded. Totally. Did you listen to the podcast I did um, with Kit Rich a couple of weeks ago? She was talking about how she likes the word stepmom. She was saying because she's like, I like the word stepmom because it's this ever evolving word. She, she worded it way better Mm. than I'm about to, but you can step up, you can step back. Like it's very fluid. Like you're constantly in, in, in motion. So there's something beautiful about it. I thought it was a really beautiful quote. I don't always feel that way. Um, but it was definitely a great, like, I thought it was awesome. I like that. I'll have to listen. I'm, I'm behind on my podcast. I want to listen to that. That's cool. It's She's true, like re- reclaiming it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true though. But, you know, I almost wonder, do you think the moms who don't fully embrace the stepmoms, it's almost like this loyalty thing, right? Because they wouldn't want someone, if they had a stepmom for their child, they wouldn't necessarily want that for their kid or their situation. Like, is it something to do with like women and our relationships and our insecurities and just how we're almost pit against each other, right? From from the beginning. Yeah, I think it is. I think there there's a territorial thing. I think there's a status thing. And I think there's a hierarchy. And that's what some of the women who responded to the article have been saying, because the article got posted in some Facebook group called Breastfeeding Mama, and the conversation went nuts. And I was surprised. I thought people were going to be upset at what I wrote because mm-hmm. I feel like a few years ago, even they would have been, but something well, has, yeah. right. And that's how you can tell things have changed because people were agreeing with me and saying just this kind of, you know, bullshit that the way people get treated just for like this four letter word step. And then everyone, what was interesting was everyone came in with their own story. Um, it was almost like a writing prompt. Like everyone responded in my family, we do this in my family, we do this. And that's what shows like, it's just not one size fits all. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I know stepmoms who, yeah, they say, oh, my sons, like these are my sons or I'm their mom. Right. And that does not sit well with me. Like for me, I would have a problem with that as a mom. I didn't, right. I, it doesn't sit well as a stepmom, but for their family, it feels so right. Right. So like, who are we to say that's, that's wrong? Like, it, it, and I think like, it's so nuanced because, because step families are so common, each one is different because sometimes your stepmom because like through death, sometimes you're a stepmom through divorce. Sometimes you've raised the kid since they were, you know, one years old and now they're 25. So yeah, you probably are going to be called mom. So I think, I think in ways it's like actually hard to talk about and hard to agree on because every situation has a whole story behind it. And that's what I learned in this Facebook group, just reading everyone's comments because they're like, well, this, and then this, and then, and then she, you know, when she was a teenager, she called me this and now she calls me this and sometimes this. So I just think 
it's actually hard to talk about. So you might as well just do whatever the hell you want. I also was like, I think something on the internet right now that's really annoying is that people don't read. You probably know your full article or your full post and they just see the headline. So some people were just reading the title of my piece, which was something like, I took the step out of stepmom and everyone treated me differently. So those people thought that I was saying, don't call me stepmom. I'm mom, which is not at all what I was saying. Yeah. So it's so like, you get oh, ripped God. a good new one. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, no, read, read the whole thing first, you know? Yeah. Oh no. I, I, I get those sometimes. And it's like, you know, I'm a person, right. Who, <laughs> who is getting these comments? Like this is for real people. Anyway, I, uh, Love what you said in the article. I wrote this quote down. It says, the conversation then would inevitably turn to my husband's ex, my stepdaughter's biological mom. They want to know if I got along with her. They'd want to know how long she'd been married to my husband. They'd want to know about the conflict, drama, and not the actual parenting part. They'd want me to confirm how hard it was, how I handle it. Instead of talking about parenting, we'd talk about my husband's past. Yeah. That to me, I was like, that's exactly why. That is exactly it. That is what happens when you say you're a stepmom. That's where the conversation goes. Yeah, it does. And and I think since I am open about being a stepmom, I'm vulnerable to that conversation because I would have had I been sitting at that same dinner and I said, no, I'm a step parent and et cetera, I would have told them the whole story about my husband and his ex and the whole deal. And then I feel like an hour would have passed and I would have went back to my room feeling like shit because I think that is where like the invisibility comes in of being a step parent. Mm -hmm. So then you leave the table and you're like, okay, they know my husband's history. Now what? And now they know nothing about me. (laughs) Yes. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to, it's hard. Like, I don't want to bitch too much about it because I understand where this curiosity comes from. And I feel like we all have that curiosity. I I also think having this conversation around it is important because then maybe people will become more aware of, Oh, if I mean a step parent, I could just ask them like some of their, how parenting's going and what their parenting philosophies are and not delve into Mm -hmm. their past. Just like I would, because if you're meeting someone who says they're a mom and they have a 10 year old daughter, are you going to say, Oh, what were your ex-boyfriends like? And where did you used to live? And you're (laughs) not going to get that nosy. You'll just talk about the kid. So how often do you get to see your daughter? Right. Exactly. How active are you? Right. How active are you? Yeah. Do you get on the floor and play with her? And it's just like, So I hope it brings more awareness. And at the same time, I'm like, I understand being curious and because I think we all are. Mm -hmm. But I think there's like sometimes a lack of respect with step parents of like, oh, give me the gossip and give me give me the juicy details. Totally, because it gets it gets very tiresome talking about those details over and over again. It really, really does. And. You know, I find that, well, frankly, like my whole life is talking about the details, but it, <laughs> it, it starts to be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Right. Because like, I don't, I don't, this is not my story. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I did this Q and A on my Instagram yesterday and it's so interesting. Every single time I do a Q and A and I get it again, we, we can respect the curiosity. It's what does the ex think about your blog or do that. you guys get along or, um, what does she think about the, the one question was, um, I had said that Darren and I moved very quickly. Well, what did she think about that? I didn't Why does it matter? ask. Right. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing, right? And, and, and I think that lends itself to a whole other conversation. It's like, how much permission are we giving their past, this person and this story to have over our future together and our present? Because it is always there. Obviously, that's going to be like, that's the situation, right? You're always going to be affected by, you know, the legal agreement and, you know, the child they have together and like all the Mm -hmm. things. However, I think there's, we give way too much power to that conversation, like way, way, way too much. And it starts to feel gross. It does. It does start to feel gross. I think that's the right word for it because you start, I think it like, it undermines you as a human, because the person isn't asking, Oh, what was that like for you? How quickly you and Darren move fast? That was a big, must've been a huge change. What was that like? 
They want to know, okay, they want to know what other people thought of you. And it's, it's like what you just said, I didn't ask. And it's like, I almost want to start saying like, here's her email. If you want to ask her like about yeah. her past, go ahead. But I'm not going to report on a past I wasn't even there for. And like, yeah, my husband and his ex-wife, they did, they traveled, they lived all over and they had a baby and all this. But like, I wasn't there. I was living my own life. So mm-hmm. I did see that Q that Q and A, and I actually laughed in my head because I've been following you for probably two years now, and I see you get that question all the time, and I know that oh. you get annoyed by it, and I'm like, well, but I, I really relate because with me with writing, everyone asks me like, oh, what does your family think of that, or what does your husband? And I'm just like, they don't care. Like it's fine. It's my profession. It's how I make a living. Like, and so yeah. I I really relate to that, and I've seen you. Um, be asked that question in the comments. I've seen you be asked that in Q and A's and, and maybe, and they're probably asking because they admire you, but it doesn't come off that way. It comes off like they're kind of shaming you or like you're doing something wrong, which you're well, yeah. not. No, I'm definitely not. You should have seen. So I got this, uh, I forgot about this. So I'd say six months ago, I ended up getting the worst hate mail like this girl was literally coming at me because I was talking about being a stepmom and she attacked me. She attacked Darren. She sent us like countless emails from like different email addresses. It was like a troll at its finest. Oh it, was, it was, it was somewhat entertaining because I don't actually let that kind of stuff get to me. But th- what I find is so interesting is they're asking me for what she's saying. Again, this would be very similar to the conversation, like her opinion and her experience. Like I'm not right. blogging or talking or having conversations about her. I'm having conversations about a community of women who, again, felt like they weren't included, like they weren't getting the support, like they were getting left out to dry. Like that's what this is all about. Right. And again, that's the point of it all. And that's exactly why you took out step. Exactly. That's exactly it. Why was this woman so upset with you? Oh, I don't know. She was really upset though. Um, something <laughs> really, something really bothered her. Oh, you know what? When I did that, when I did the post on moving into the house my husband lived in during his first marriage, I did make a bit of a dig on the bathroom um, decor, which, like, it was, they were like, you shouldn't reorganize <laughs> or, or or change their house. That was their house. Like, you're you're a shitty whatever. Like it, it was good. It was really good. I should, I should look at that again. Cause it was definitely an entertaining that's, piece, but that's actually that was really triggering. Funny. Right. And yeah. it, it was that too. Like I moved into the house that my partner lived in with his first, like when they were all like a first family. So I'm not supposed to change anything. Like I'm just right. supposed <laughs> to sit here in some like shrine of like someone's past. Like that's right. just such bullshit. Right. And it's so funny. Cause if you moved into any house that didn't have a history of a first friend that you weren't like the stepmom for it. If it was just a fam neutral family, no one would care. They would never expect you to keep the house the same as it was and frozen in time. So I just feel like so much is being asked of us. It's also like when people ask you about what Darren's ex thinks of your platform, it's like, it's just so funny because it's like, well, probably she's happy that her kids have a step parent who is this committed to like doing work and being this amazing step parent versus someone that's just not working on themselves and being like an asshole about being a step parent. So it's just, but of course no one sees it that way, you know, Yeah. or maybe they do, but yeah. It's not, it's not like I have one of those platforms and there are definitely those platforms of the stepmoms who are just like, yeah, I'm seeing more and more of those. Yeah. They're, they're, they're intense, right? Like there's a lot, they're popping up and that makes me sad. It makes me really sad and it makes me really frustrated. Like there's a couple accounts that are just like the stepmoms are getting on the stories and they're just like attacking and saying and putting down their stepkids mom and like all in like sharing all of their family's stuff on the internet. And I'm thinking, look, and it comes back to, I say this all the time. Like you don't have to treat someone, you don't have to respect someone to treat them with respect. Like your kids, like the internet's forever. Like that, that just speaks so much about you and not even really about them. Like that's just those poor kids. They're going to hear what you're saying about their mom. 
screenshots. I mean, you can take screenshots of that stuff and record. It, it's just not it's not a good look. And I, I I actually had to stop following a couple of those accounts because they were getting too into that. Too negative. Yeah. And you know what? We're sitting here trying to change that conversation, right? Like I would yes. love stepmoms to be viewed as you know, a parental figure. I don't, I don't think stepmoms are moms. Like that's in in some situations there are for me. Right. I'm not the kid's mom. I've never tried to be the kid's mom, but I am the mom in this house. Yeah. And I take on that role in this house and I'm a parent in this house. Yeah. And I do parents, the kids more when they were younger, but you know, like just having step parents being viewed as parents, part of the team. Yeah, I think it comes back to the word parent and like parenting, like as a verb, because the whole mom, stepmom, it's like you can take it or leave it. But if you're parenting a child, then you're one of the parents. And I feel like that's more general and it doesn't trigger people as much. So mm-hmm. I'm almost like, maybe I'll start using that. Like, it's just being so like parent. Yeah, just being like, I'm one of the one of the, the parents, like one of the four parents, because Louise has also a stepdad, right? So she has four parents, mom, dad, stepmom, stepdad. So it's almost like I want to start redirecting it to being like, yeah, I do a lot of the parenting. Like, yeah, I'm a stepmom. I do a good amount of parenting and like getting away from the hierarchy of like mom, stepmom, you know, like there's just this, it's a status thing. And that's what I think I lost my train of thought before. That's what happened in the Facebook group was someone commented that there's a hierarchy that they don't want to be part of that comes along with step and biological. And I agree with that. It is a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. And it's a hierarchy that's different for each family, though, because in some families, the mom is the biological mom is MIA and then the stepmom is, you know, the mom. Yeah. So again, that's why it's like there's not one size fits all and it's really hard to talk about. So that's what brings me back to just being like, yeah, I do parenting. I'm one of I'm like one of the four I parents. Parenting. <laughs> I do parenting. Yeah. I do parenting. Yeah. Do you have kids? I do parenting. Yeah. I'm part of the parenting team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part of I don't the scrimger I... parenting team. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is. I I really don't. I really think it's like case by case. I think it depends who you're talking to. depends on the situation. Like if someone at the thing at the retreat had asked me, you know, where'd you give birth or did you have a home birth? Then sure. Then you come out and you say, oh, she's my step kid. So I actually didn't birth her. But if they're asking about things like what's her favorite color, I'm sorry, but I know that, you know, you can ask me or like, what is she doing for school and all of these personal things? I do have those answers. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's, I'm just going to start being like, it's a case by case thing. And, And I'm definitely would never hide that she's my stepdaughter, but if it's going to make a transaction at the grocery store easier of saying like, Oh, I'm looking for my daughter. I can't find her. I'm going to say that versus I, I need to find my stepdaughter, you know? Um, yeah. Cause it'll be like, she ran away cause she doesn't like you. She's probably calling <laughs> exactly. her mom at the payphone, Right. That's exactly. That's exactly. She probably doesn't like you're, you. You're abusive. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Exactly. Cause you're a shitty, you're a shitty stepmom. As yeah. No, I, stepmom. I think it's like, like to go back to the hierarchy piece. Like I do think in some situations there is a hierarchy too, but I get why people don't want to be involved in it. Right. Like, yeah. And I would have said that I had an issue with the hierarchy at the beginning, like when the kids were younger, because man, Darren was working late nights and I was doing the hockey. I was running around. I was with the kids all the time and like I was all in. And now that they're older and they were, you know, just parenting them looks different when they're teenagers and yeah. stuff. Like I, I feel like I'm more of mm. a mentor, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't even yeah. really know. Right. But I do know, like, when it comes to those major decisions, there is a hierarchy in that Darren can trump me and say, no, actually, this is what we're doing. He can't trump me with, like, rules in the house. Um, Well, maybe. I don't know. Like, just when it comes to things with the kids, like, he has the final decision. And and so does his first wife. Like, the two of them are the parents. Yes. Yeah. I have an opinion. I'm a supporting role. But there is a hierarchy there. But I don't even know. Like, how do you even move forward from that? Yeah, I think we're just all going to be part of the parenting team. I think we're all part of the parenting collective. Yeah, I think um, I think the hierarchy in each house, though, is probably different. Like, I think it probably used to be 
more of like the mom and the bio mom, bio dad, and then step parents. But like, again, I think just being in like 2021 and families are looking so different. Um, Mm -hmm. There's not like the nuclear family is not as, you know, prevalent as it once was. So I think just for there to be an awareness around conversations that everyone's family is different and there isn't the old trope of like, you know, ask your dad, ask your mom, you know, it's like, it's more complicated than that. It's more nuanced than that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I definitely think my husband trumps me on things, but I think I trump him on things too, you know, in some ways. Yeah. (laughs) Darren's like, you talk like you don't have a say here. Like (laughs) you rule the roost. I said, no, I feel like I can get trumped, but I think, you know, we definitely, the way we, we run things, we pick our battles. Like I have my areas where I'm going to call the shots, but he has, we're very deliberate in like who's going to who has the area that can be trumped, if you will. So I was just thinking, though, has anyone ever said like anything completely ridiculous to you about being a stepmom? Like mine's the lunchbox thing. That's that's really bad. I haven't had anything that bad yet. I think sometimes it's hurtful with friends, like sometimes friends will make a comment I'm trying to think like we'll make some kind of comment that that implies like that I don't like my stepdaughter or like something sort of negative. Um, or like it's a pain. Yeah. Like something about, Oh, well, if you have a baby, you can just like kick her out. I'm like, that's like, it's a joke, but it's like, it, it, it shows that they think that that it's the hierarchy. It shows like, well, if you have a baby, you know, kick out the stepdaughter. It's like a very old, old, old trope that I'm just not interested yeah. in. So that kind of stuff does bother me. Um, but I haven't had anything like the lunchboxes yet. Cause that's rough. You know, millennial weird. stepmom, Laura, uh, who's been on your podcast messaged me after my article and said she had some similar things. She said she was skiing with her stepson and, <laughs> but hers was different than mine. Cause the woman said to her, Oh, the kids, something like, Oh, this hurts, but it's nothing compared to childbirth. Right. And, and Laura was like, didn't know what to say. And she was like, yeah, I guess. And then just felt like she was doing something wrong. Like she felt like she had done something bad. But that's such a, like a naive thing to say or ignorant thing to say. It's yeah. like she could have adopted or she could have had a surrogate or like there's so many ways that people become families now. Yeah. And I don't want the step family space to get to that place because I do think there's a lot of areas in our society right now that no one knows what to say. Like what's the right way to talk? I know. I know. Um, so I like to bring it back to intention, right? Cause I do yeah. think I've had conversations with women who I feel are very judgmental or feel are, you know, not including me because I'm the stepmom, not the mom, right? Yeah. There's for sure been those, but then there's also been situations where they're like totally inclusive and it's totally fine. And yeah. then those people sometimes will say something that's a little offside, but it goes back to intent. Was that their intent to, right. was it that they were belittling me? Or is it like an education piece where you can say, no, like, actually, this is what this looks like for us. Yeah. And the thing to remember, too, is those people have been getting messages from the culture their whole life that step parents are wicked. Right. So what do they know? And then if they're not in a step family, they haven't had to do what we've had to do of like relearning. So I feel like what you're saying, it's like they don't they don't mean harm. And I feel like everyone should be able to you know, I, I don't think people need to tiptoe around step parents. And I, I hope, you know, my article doesn't come off that way. No, it doesn't. I just it's so good. Think, I just think having maybe a conversation, like a curiosity more around mm-hmm. step families, having like a curiosity or, or asking, you know, what, what do you want to be called? What makes you comfortable mm-hmm. would be helpful. And so for me, it's more just like, exploring the language as I think it is for you too. It's like, I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I think it's really interesting to explore. Yeah. And let's focus on the acts and the impact. Yeah. Right. Let's focus on acts. Let's focus on someone else's opinion of your life and what you're doing and how they feel about how you are. All all of the things. Right. And I I said that on, on my Instagram, I was like, I don't give other people permission to have a, a say on how we do our life. Right. Like, like I get to decide what's right for me. And I think that yeah. a lot of stepmoms give so much power to the ex and to the history and to those conversations. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like for me, that was nine years ago. 
Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's move this forward. You wouldn't be having a conversation with me about my boyfriend who I was with nine years ago. Right. Right. Like you wouldn't be <laughs> rehashing so that and asking me what he thinks about. <laughs> yeah. Right. We didn't have kids together. Marriage. We had a dog, but yeah, but yeah no, I, I think it's, I think it's really interesting just how things are evolving. And I think these are important conversations to have and just, just to educate people on, let's stop focusing on the drama in the step family Mm. situations. Like stop, stop baiting the stepmom into like spilling the goods. Cause chances are there are goods and there is drama and there is stress in a lot of situations. Just just like in every family though. Like that's what's kind of gets on my nerves is like, ask a nuclear family their juicy stuff because they've got it too. Right. It's like the step, the blended family doesn't have like more drama than any other kind of family because all families have stuff. It might be a different kind of drama, Mm -hmm. but everyone has it. No family gets out alive Mm -hmm. from having some kind of like dynamic. Yeah. But no one talks about it. Yeah. No one fixates on that. They fixate on it in the blended family. And maybe that's just people feel more comfortable with like being aligned with that narrative, right? The narrative we've been taught about what stepmoms are. But man, like there's a lot of stepmoms now. Like it's time to, it's time to really, it's time. It is time. You know, something else I was thinking recently about biological moms and stepmoms and how there is this hierarchy, I feel, um, at times where the biological mom is like, well, you can't understand um, having a toddler, which is true. I can't, but I'm trying to kind of reframe it and be like, you have experience I don't have for sure of being pregnant, having a baby, seeing these stages. And let's say, you know, now they're four or five. But what's interesting is like, I have experience that you don't have too. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know what it's like to have a 10 year old daughter, stepdaughter, whatever. And the, the things that we go through and having known her when she was six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. Right. So that's something that's just been interesting to me lately. It's like, I wish it didn't feel like one was better than the other. And that like all experience is experience. Mm-hmm. So that's just something, that's just something I've been thinking about is like, even if you're a step parent, that is still parenting experience in a completely different way. Yeah. And I would say when it comes to just developing as a person and growing and the lessons that I've learned and just all of the personal growth I've gone through since becoming a stepmom or since having a family, I've had more growth being a stepmom than I have as a mom because it is Mm. such a, it is such a complex role and there's Mm. so much reflection and mindset and just like picking your battles and like there it's like life skills one-on-one being a stepmom, right? Like you're going through like all of it. And again, yeah, yeah th- those experiences, they're not, they're not valued as much as. No, they're not. Isn't it yeah, interesting? Screw that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really crazy. And the other thing I'll just say is like, I'm also in a point of privilege because that's why I called it like passing as a mom, because we both have blonde hair. So I can, I literally pass. Um, whereas other stepmoms or, you know, adoptive families, whatever it may be, who don't look alike or have different skin color can't, they don't get that privilege of like Mm -hmm. passing. So I feel like that's just something I have noticed is a privilege to even be able to leave out the word step because I can't imagine what it's like for other people who just get stared at or asked inappropriate questions. So I'm like, wow, I, you know, to be able to just walk down the street and have people assume, Oh, look at the, you know, the mother and daughter is like, it's crazy to me that that is a privilege, but it, but it is just in and our it's culture. Nice. Yeah. It and is it's nice. nice. And it, and it, it is like relaxing. 100%. Yeah. I know. So my youngest stepson, he was five when I came. And so, yeah, my oldest stepson, he is 17, going to be 17. My stepdaughter is 18. So it didn't look as possible for them to mm. have been mine just because of our age difference. I kind of looked like right. the babysitter. And, right. uh, <laughs> but when it's Darren, Reese, and I, we look like a family, right? Like yeah. we, they kind of, Reese and Zach look like, like, mm-hmm. it, and as much as that's a little weird, there's part of me that when we go places and like, no one just mm. knows anything about the step family dynamic. It's nice to not have those conversations. It's yes. nice to not 
feel like you're one question away from having to divulge <laughs> like your co-parenting plan. You know? Yes. Oh, I never thought of that for you. Oh, so when it's the four of you, yeah, you look, you get looked at completely differently than if it's all of you. That that mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Yeah. You just, you notice this. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I keep saying like a relaxation because I went on that trip to like have a vacation. And then I was like, wow, that part dropping the step really let me have a vacation. I love it. And thank you so much for sharing that. Like, I do think you know, these are the conversations that we need to have. These are the positive conversations about being a stepmom, about the experience, about the double standard. You can have these conversations without having that negativity and that, yeah, I guess sometimes rage, I guess it comes on some of the other conversations and platforms. Like the conversation really is changing. And that makes me so happy because that's kind of why I started doing all of this in the first place. Yeah. Just, just to change that conversation and lose that double standard. So thank you well, you so have, much. You have changed it because I feel like I, it's made me more open to talking about this stuff. I think mm-hmm. otherwise I would I would probably feel more shame and hide it. But I feel like with the community, I, it's very empowering. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. That's the goal here. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chloe. I love chatting Thanks, with Jamie. you. That was yeah, really fun. For sure. I think next time over wine. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed having this conversation. Again, if it resonates, be sure to share it with a friend. Come to iTunes, leave a rating and review. I love hearing your feedback. I read every single review, and honestly, it just means the world. Now, if you are craving more real talk and next-level conversations, I highly recommend checking out the exclusive Stepmom community. It is my membership space for stepmoms where we take conversations like the ones we have on the podcast to the next level. So there are raw and real and filtered podcast episodes that I don't share anywhere else. Live Q&As recorded for those who can't make it live. We typically go live once a month. Interviews with all the top step family experts, individualized support from me, discounts on coaching calls and my signature course, Kick-Ass Stepmom, Kick-Ass Life, which by the way, we are opening enrollment for very soon. So you can stay tuned for that. And you also get access to a private forum off social media where you can connect with stepmoms from all over the world. Ask me anything. And guys, you can be completely anonymous. You can change your name so that you can just feel safe to say whatever it is you feel like you need to say. This is all about having a safe, space off social media where you can get the type of support and have the type of conversations that you really need to have. Members also get a copy of my new online magazine. It's a digital download called the Stepmom Exclusive, which is a magazine for stepmoms, not just about being a stepmom. So you can get all the information at www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. And when you join, come to the forum and say hi. I cannot wait to meet you.